Hi, welcome to episode 52 of XY Podcast um, titled, Can I Pick Your Brain? Um, yeah, so this is this question is it's a question I, I'm sure that everyone at some point in their life has asked someone if they can pick their brain or has either um, had that question asked to them. You know, someone coming up to you um, asking, you know, can I pick your brain on something? And for me, I think over the years I've learned not to, to kind of stay away from that term. One, because I kind of, it felt weird when someone would ask me, can I pick your brain? And coming now on the sort of the, the, the receiving end. But when I, I think I've done it maybe once or twice, but usually I'm, I always do kind of say, you know, I need your advice on something because it's not really the brain that I'm trying to pick. It's, it's really getting your advice and maybe it's coming from your brain. I'm not sure. But, and your guidance on something for me, you know, picking your brain, you know, there's a lot of talk of whether picking your brain, should it be free? Should there be a fee associated with it? Or should there be a cost? I think there definitely needs to be a balance of the two. I definitely feel like our brains, you know, it's, it's, it's our, it's one of our most prized possession and therefore we should serve as its gatekeeper. Um, and I, and I, and I also always do feel that you should go with your gut instinct. If you feel that at some point you're being used or at some point, um, they're not necessarily just interested in you and may have came off that way first. They're just interested in what they can gain from you in terms of knowledge and information. I think you have to also be, um, be in tune with your gut feelings and be in tune with your intuition. But in this whole sort of national epidemic of, (laughs) can I pick your brain? You know, I, I definitely feel that I am at a stage in my career that I am often, um, getting asked that question. Um, and I've also been there too, where, and, and I'm still the, am there, right? Because we always need some form of guidance or some form of advice. Um, but the thing about it is that my own experience has taught me some, you know, some of the um, good and bad ways on how do you actually ask for advice and ask for guidance and in 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 your intentions and in your motivations, right? So if you're reaching out to a stranger or an acquaintance or somebody you're not necessarily really familiar with. Um, and you ask them that question, I definitely feel that their answer may be yes, but it may be a reluctant yes, because one, they don't want to come off mean. They don't want to come off, um, rude, but I feel as though there's a sense that when you ask someone, can I pick your brain? They may feel that they're being used and if, and, and it may feel more, transactional in a sense. So it's like when you ask to pick somebody's brain, you are essentially asking them if you can extract value without adding any value. And I understand that our brains are made for public and private consumption in a sense. And, and in order to, you know, share some of your tips and your tools and your nuggets and the things that you have learned, I think that shouldn't be hoarded either, right? If there are things that you've learned on the way and advice that you've received that you know also will be beneficial to somebody else, it would also be unfair to hold that information. But at the same time, I think there also needs to be a a real clear balance on, on how you 
maneuver in that area. So sometimes asking someone to pick their brain is, in a sense, almost transactional and a little bit dehumanizing in the sense that you're just looking at this person just as a vessel of information and that's all you want from them, right? Not, not that you're trying to actually build a relationship with them so that at some point it does maybe yield. And then also you don't want a situation where the only reason you're building a relationship with that individual is because you want to pick their brain. Again, the attentions there are not necessarily pure and it's actually misleading. And that happens to a lot of people where people are in relationships with each other just purely based off of what they can get, beneficial information and knowledge that pertains to whatever project or thing that they're trying to do, right? Um, and that's not necessarily a relationship because once they get that information, once they get that added value, then that then that conversation or relationship is done, right? So again, there's a motive behind that. So you have to be very clear on the motive, right? Um, so I think I want people to understand is that your brain is, is, is one of your only assets. And I also see this issue in relations to mentor-mentee relationships. Um, and I think there also needs to be a balance between that. I know that people oftentimes are looking for mentors, looking for people that they can get advice from and vice versa. And on the other hand, you know, mentors sometimes are also looking for individuals who are seeking that same guidance and help to pick their brain. Okay. Um, there are many talented young people out there who are smart, who are innovative, who oftentimes don't even realize their own worth and realize the capacity of the brain and the ideas that they have. And sometimes it doesn't matter if you are the lowest person in your organization or have, you know, um, you're low on the hierarchical chart, your ideas may be well beyond that of the CEO, maybe well beyond that of the executive, um, team that, you know, that's in a managerial pos position. And oftentimes we, we associate our brain capacity, um, and information and knowledge with our position and therefore say, well, because I, I mean, obviously I'm in this position because, you know, if I was as smart or if I had that much information, I would be the CEO, I would be the, uh, you know, in some form of a, a greater leadership capacity. But let me tell you something that's oftentimes not the truth, because what you do see is that usually people who are in executive management position, oftentimes, if they're smart, oftentimes hire people who do have this brain capacity, who do, um, you know, are innovative in thinking, bring fresh ideas. That's make, that makes them a better leader. That makes them a better CEO, a better executive management. When your team around you is even smarter than you, right? They may not necessarily be in your position, but they bring things that you don't bring to the table. And good managers are able to identify that talent and retain them. Um, and it's also part of having good leadership skills too. Um, so I want you to know that one, your brain is one of the most important assets you can have. It's probably the only asset, you know, in, in yourself. It's, it's what allows you to one, get your degree, go to school, find a job that is best for you, be able to perform at a certain optimal level in your workplace and be able to do many other different projects, right? It takes the brain to think and to do those things and to turn it into action, right? Um, so oftentimes when people are faced with the question, can I pick your brain? It's almost, they kind of sit down and take a look at it and say, look, I, I've spent so much time. I've spent so much money. I've spent so much, and I've had so many experiences in basically getting this brain together, making it think the way that it thinks. And you want me to just give it away for free. 
But on the flip side, if we say that picking your brain is feels so transactional, why do we put a price on it? Right. Is it that money, in a sense, can quantify the amount of knowledge you're able to give or feel comfortable in giving? Um, for me, I look at it like this. I feel as though there are certain experiences and information that I have um, that I know that if I knew it prior to when knowing it or 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 um, finding it, I know I probably would have made a different choice. So therefore, if I have that understanding and knowledge and information and I can share with someone else um, willingly, right, because I want to share it with them, um, then I feel that I should, right? Um, however, because we do, we are in a, you know, uh, sometimes in a professional environment where the lines are oftentimes blurred in how much someone wants um, for your mind and for your um for your professional advice. I feel like when it's in a professional setting, I feel as though definitely you want to share your ideas, but you also want to balance that and know your worth and know that, look, if Mary Lou and Uncle Sam over here are getting paid X amount of money for the same thing that I'm sharing, why is it um, that that's not being sort of reciprocated in my way. So those are questions that you want to ask, but I would, but in a social setting, I would recommend that you find a different term instead of using the term, can I pick your brain? Because what happens is that oftentimes people feel uncomfortable, but oftentimes say yes, because they're more concerned with being of help and pleasing you, um, than they are at protecting their own mind and protecting their own personal space. Um, I would also say that those who oftentimes get asked the question, can I pick your brain? I think you need to be the gatekeeper of your brain. Just how your heart has a gatekeeper. You just don't let anyone in, right? You, you observe and you analyze and you examine who you allow into your heart, right? Who you give your heart to, right? Who you open your emotions up to. The same thing goes with your mind, right? There should be a gatekeeper. You should be the gatekeeper for your mind right? Who you, you should monitor who you allow into that space. You should monitor the type of information, not only you draw into yourself, but the type of information that you give out. You should examine the individual and the persons or the, or, or the groups or, or people who, um, want to get into that, into that space, right? So our mind, our body, our soul, again, we are gatekeepers for our body, right? You, again, you monitor, you examine who you allow into your body, into your sacred area, right? So in all things, we have a gatekeeper for many facets of our life, but yet we seem to not really have a gatekeeper for our mind. And there's this idea that if I am unable to give advice, then that means I'm not being a good person, or it means that I'm not, um, I'm not, I'm not paying it forward. I'm not, uh, I'm not being open enough. I'm hoarding information. No, I think there's a difference between a, a, a balance of providing information and a balance of of also protecting what is unique to you, right? There's a way to do it where you are satisfying both spectrums in a sense, where you are protecting who you are as an individual while still being able to advise and guide and provide people with advice that will help better them in their lives, right? The blurry area is oftentimes, especially in the place of work, where oftentimes there's, 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 um, 
those lines are oftentimes crossed. But my advice is to think about, think about this idea of asking someone, can I pick your brain? Um, to, and I wouldn't say even reframe the question, but check your intention and your, and your motives and approach it in a way of, you need guidance in this area. You need advice in this area and be forthcoming with that. I think sometimes using the term, can I prick your brain? It, it doesn't allow the person to be on, on sometimes honest with their level of expertise in the area that they're seeking. Because can I pick your brain? It's like, in a sense, we're on the same level, but I need your brain to help me solve this other area. But to be honest, you just really need advice and you need guidance and you may not have all the questions and that's all the answers. And it's okay to say that. It's okay to say, I need advice. I need guidance. And I don't know how to maneuver in this area. Can you help me? Um, instead of just directly saying, can I, can I pick your brain? Right? Because that, that's a loaded question and it's very hard to decipher which angle that you're coming with. So and for those who are the are the gatekeepers or for those who are on the opposite end, on the receiving end, um, I think that if we have gatekeepers for every part of our lives, I think our, our mind should have a gatekeeper as well. I think we should examine that area and examine who we let into that space and what information we give out, um, but still being able to be open with people um, and have limitations on how far you go so that at the end of the day, you don't necessarily feel that you've been used or it's been transactional unless it's very, very clear from the beginning on, on what it is. Um, so can I pick your brain? That's episode 52. Um, tune in. You can listen to it on all platforms, um, SoundCloud, Google Play, Stitcher, um, everything else. You can just Google XY podcast. And, um, interestingly enough, especially if you have an Apple TV, um, and you are not in front of your computer or your mobile device, you can literally log on to your Apple TV and go to the sections that says podcast and, um, put in XY podcast and you can hear it and watch it on TV actually. Um, so that, that's also amazing. So wishing everyone a happy Thanksgiving. Um, I think the next episode will come out after Thanksgiving. Um, definitely give back and give thanks. Uh, my organization, young woman's guide is having a free clothing drive for young women. We have lots of suits, shoes, purses, um, accessories, all types of things that are either new, um, designer named, um, and some are gently worn. So we'll be giving that away because we just, I feel as though, um, young woman should, needs to be groomed and prepared to lead. So uh, when you walk into an interview conference or internship and you feel good and look good, um, it has a huge impact on your confidence level and how you, you know, uh, position yourself where you are at. Um, in addition, we'll also have baby items, men's items. So if you know any families that do need clothes, um, please send them to uh, our upcoming free clothing drive, which is this Saturday, November 17th, um, at Rutgers University, uh, where I'm, I'm alumni from, alumni of, um, at Rutgers University School of Public Affairs and Administration, um, Center for Engagement, uh, second floor room 203, conference room 203. Um, we'll also be having canned good items that also will be donated as well. So come and give back and give thanks and um, pay it forward. You can also find more information about this on www.youngwomensguide.org in the section that says events. All right. So thank you for tuning in.